Hey, and welcome to Imani Nicole, the podcast, the place where you can be both spiritual and the most authentic version of yourself. I'm your host and lit life coach, Imani, and I will help demystify spiritual concepts and empower you to be the most lit version of yourself as you navigate your spiritual journey, relationships, and self-evolution while having a ton of fun in the process. Let's be our best selves together and let's get started. Hello, dears. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to my energy. I am so excited and happy that you're here. I have my Starbucks ready. I'm drinking a venti iced toasted vanilla oat milk shaken espresso and it's lovely. So the caffeine has finally started to kick in. So let's get started into this episode. So as you can tell by the title of this episode, it will probably be your healthy dose of irony for the day because I really, really want to dive into the personal development detox that I took, why it was so good for me, and why you might need one too, (laughs) which is ironic because I am well aware (laughs) that this is a personal development podcast, but my intention for creating this episode is to hopefully encourage you if you are a self proclaimed junkie too. I would also love to encourage you to be intentional and just take a beat and I'm not necessarily stopping listening to personal development because even during my detox as I'll get into later I didn't stop listening to personal development but I was absolutely way more intentional So it's actually really interesting, the timing of my wanting to take a personal development detox because I started it about a month or a few weeks before the release of this very podcast. And so I I just need to paint the picture for you. So I was listening to personal development damn near 24-7 And I was listening to it while I got ready in the morning when I was in the shower, anytime I was in the car, as I was going to bed, as I was doing work, while I was weightlifting, (laughs) you know, it was so much. It was either personal development, music, or silence, period. And on top of that, personal development is my literal job. So what prompted this detox is that one night I wanted to decompress and I didn't want to look at Netflix. I didn't want to look at a screen. I wanted to physically read a book and not just any book. I wanted to read a novel. I did not want personal development. And so I get up, go to where my books are in the apartment, and it's all personal development books. And when I tell you (laughs) the internal tantrum that I had was like nothing I had ever experienced. I was pissed and I was honestly surprised by the emotion that came from that. 
You know, I enjoy personal development and I still do. And I was consuming entirely too much. It was honestly like a drug. And at this time, you know, I was not only listening to countless audiobooks at a time, not even finishing them, and I was listening to them, you know, two, maybe sometimes three at a time. I was paying monthly to multiple, you know, courses or subscriptions and, you know, listening to all of these podcasts and learning from countless people and not being intentional at all with who I was getting my sources from. And it was at this point when I had my internal meltdown, when I was like, okay, something's got to give. And so, you know, here's what I did for my personal development detox. I, during this time, got my personal development from two sources and two sources only. I listened to Abraham Hicks in the morning for 15 minutes and I attended Vibe School, which was during one of the turn up challenges we had. And that was only once a week. So I listened to Abraham Hicks for no more than 15 minutes a day, every day as I got ready and Vibe School once a week. And that's it. That's all. <laughs> so drastic decrease. I went to the bookstore and bought novels. You know, I'm actually really into psychological thrillers right now. Ruth Ware, to be specific, in case you were wondering. <laughs> but when I was heavy in my detox, I didn't even go down the self-help section of the bookstore, which is saying a ton and you know I ended up getting lost in a book for the first time in a long time and I needed that so badly and I didn't even know how badly I needed it until I did it and so if you are a personal development junkie like I was I, this is this episode is not about telling you to stop. It's not about, you know, telling you to only listen to two people like <laughs> it's not that at all. But my only ask is to check your intention. So what is your deepest why that maybe you haven't spoken as your reason to consuming so much personal development at copious amounts? So if you are truly passionate about it, wonderful, and you feel like nothing needs to change, fine, keep keep doing you. But if you feel fundamentally broken and you think that your answers will be in a book or a book can fix who you are at a fundamental level, or if you are using personal development to be like somebody else, or if you are, you know, searching for the next breakthrough, <laughs> right, in the book, or if you think that self-help books can help you become more worthy by helping you create more money or be more productive 
or what have you, then maybe it's time to check your intention. And so you might need a personal development detox to give yourself time to actually integrate what it is that you're reading. If you're reading personal development books and having breakthroughs and ahas, it means absolutely nothing if you're not applying what you're learning. When you're not integrating what it is that you're actually taking in, you're just learning for the sake of learning, which is fine if you want to read this genre of books for fun. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And if that's your jam, by all means, do you. But if you're consuming this genre of books to actually improve yourself, then it's important to really take time before moving on to the next quickly (laughs) is, you know, what is the change that you're actually taking away from it? You know, what is the actual takeaway? How can you apply this to your everyday life? And during this detox, I was able to integrate all of the information that I had consumed and that it had impacted me for the past, gosh, what, four years? And because I wasn't looking to personal development for the answers, I was given the opportunity to lean into trusting myself at a deeper level. So you may need a personal development detox if you don't trust yourself. You know, a while ago, I read Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And if you haven't read it yet, I highly, highly recommend it. One of the best books I've ever read. There was a part in the book that stuck out to me so much. And I'll read it for you. Uh, It's short enough. So it says, several years ago, early one morning, I found myself unable to sleep again. It was 3 a.m. and I was a wild-eyed, shaky, flailing, grasping for answers, like a drowning woman desperate for air. I had just typed these words into my Google search window. What should I do if my husband is a cheater, but also an amazing dad? I stared at that question and thought, well, I have hit some sort of rock bottom. I've just asked the internet to make the most important and personal decision of my life. Why do I trust everyone else on earth more than I trust myself? Where the hell is myself? When did I lose touch with her? And for me, it wasn't so much Googling, but I was seeking something in personal development books. And I think The worst part is that I didn't even know what I was searching for, (laughs) right? And sometimes we can subconsciously outsource our genius and our intuition to our faves, to the people that we look up to, to these personal development books. And we can, if we're not careful, turn off our knowing and take what people say for gospel when, I mean, let's be real, these are good and honest and true 
kind-hearted people, but they have no idea who we are. They have no idea what our situations are. They don't know us at all, right? And so, and so it was important for me during this detox to get reacquainted with my own voice and my own knowledge and my own knowing and embodying the belief that you know, I, I do know a lot, <laughs> you know, I, I do have life experience that I can pull from. But I just needed to take a pause in order to get reacquainted with that voice. You may need a personal development detox if it's part of your job. Yes, even when you enjoy it and even if you are a self-proclaimed junkie and I am really, really passionate about this because I truly believe that this was one of the contributors of the burnout that I experienced this time last year. And this goes for any job that you love because even if you love your job, the burnout will sneak up on you because you love your work and you love what you do. And especially if you love to work, it's really easy to think, oh, I don't need boundaries around this. I love it until you wake up one day and you're apathetic and you don't care and you want to burn everything to the ground. And let me tell you, that is a scary feeling when what you do is wrapped up in who you are and you don't care anymore. And that's honestly why I left grad school to pursue life coaching was because I, you know, my identity of being a grad student was, my gosh, part of my personality trait at that point. And I found myself in that same cycle again and I was truly not okay during that point. And, you know, if we apply this to work-life balance or whatever the hell, I was not balanced at all. <laughs> you know, I had these boundaries or quote-unquote boundaries as in closing my laptop and not checking my email, but my brain was still in work mode because when I would close my laptop, I would just listen to a podcast or, you know, find whatever course I was in on my phone. And I would think, oh, well, how can I apply this to a call that I'm leading? Or, oh, this reminds me of this client, right? And I got to a point where I wasn't even consuming the personal development to enjoy it anymore. I was consuming it to help someone else, therefore bypassing me, <laughs> right? And bypassing my enjoyment of this thing. And so the detox was such a great opportunity for me to take a break and find my own voice. And so it was such a great time for me to unplug from someone else's knowing, if only for a little while, to plug into my own knowing. And sometimes it's great, especially if you're a coach, to step away and find your own ideas and to think critically about the information that you're getting from audiobooks or podcasts or personal development courses, you know, Instagrams, whatever. 
and ask yourself, hmm, does this truly resonate with me? Why or why not? (laughs) You know, or if I had to explain this to a friend, how would I explain it? It's kind of like when you're in school and you take notes and the teacher ask you to like rewrite in your own words and it's not just busy work like that actually helps you synthesize the information into your brain and if any of this resonated for you or you found yourself saying oh me too maybe one too many times (laughs) you may need a personal development detox and it doesn't mean that you say goodbye forever or even stop cold turkey because I didn't do that But some questions that you can ask yourself to determine what the next steps look like if this resonated for you. So you might want to journal on these. And the first set of questions is to determine whether you need to detox or just reel it back. So how many hours in a day do you consume personal development? How do you feel before and after consuming personal development? Have you actually implemented what you listened to or read? When you don't know what to do, who or what do you turn to? When you listen to personal development, are you trying to fix, avoid, or escape from something about yourself or your life? And if so, what? So just, you know, take some time to really journal on those. And if those questions illuminate something in you and you're like, huh, okay, maybe I do need a detox, then these next set of questions will help guide you about the next steps in your detox. So this can look like, okay, cool. Do I want to decrease my personal development consumption or do I want to go cold turkey? Who do I want to continue to listen to? And of course you can do what you want, but I would recommend, you know, decreasing it to like maybe one to three on your detox, but you should definitely be able to, you know, count the count the authors on one hand <laughs> during a detox. And then the next question, what do your boundaries around personal development look like? So that can look like when you consume, how much you consume at a time, what have you. I've slowly started integrating more personal development into my life and routine, but I'm extremely intentional about who I learn from and exactly what I want to learn and why. And so I'm taking a very slow, grounded, and intentional approach to personal development in 2023. So for me, that looks like finishing one book before I start another. If I see someone in my life who has a book or is reading a book that I could potentially be interested in instead of rushing to my Amazon cart and impulsively buying it, maybe it looks like reaching out to the person and asking, you know, if I'm close enough to them, of course, and asking, you know, why were you drawn to this book? What stood out to you? What are you taking away from it? And so 
for me, it's important to start asking these questions to the people in my life, especially when it comes to not only personal development books, but courses too. Because, you know, this person who I see may be in a completely different season and I than I am. And so therefore, that same book is not going to hit for me the same way it's going to hit for them. You know what I mean? So the last thing that I'm doing is to really make an effort to slow down before I buy or listen to another personal development book. So I actually journaled this morning that I'm recording this on a new book that I wanted to read. I was scrolling TikTok yesterday and someone shared their notion template based on a book called The 12 Week Year. And I haven't read it yet at the time of this recording, but the basic premise is to build a sense of urgency around your year-long goals. And wouldn't it be cool if we could make more movement in 12 weeks than most people do in a year? So naturally, I click on the template, watch the tutorial, and of course, I wanted to listen to the book. And so instead of rushing to Audible and, you know, downloading the book, I actually took a beat and journaled on the following questions. And so you can grab these questions in the show notes, so don't feel like you have to scramble and write them down. But the questions that I journaled on were, what intrigues me about this book? What do I ultimately want to learn from and take away from this book? And what grounded thought can I return to as I'm reading this book? So I'll actually share my pre-audiobook thoughts, (laughs) and this is straight from my journal from this morning. (laughs) What intrigues me about the 12-week year is a structure and strategy that I want to hone in on even more this year. I want to learn how to integrate systems, strategies, and habits to streamline the massive action that I will take this year and remain focused. Because I am recently getting over impatient and prone to rush my process, thoughts that will keep me grounded are... Remained focused on the processes, not the outcome. All I need to do is my part. And nothing is wrong if it takes 13, 30, or 52 weeks. And it felt really grounding to just take a beat and breathe into the action that I was about to take. And, you know, as I make this more of a habit, I imagine myself not having to write it down or if I'm in the bookstore and just happen to run across a book that I haven't heard of before, you know, I can just, you know, run it in my head. But I envision this process also being amazing for my impulsive spending habits. (laughs) So I am really excited about that. So if you love those questions, I created a book journal for the personal development junkie. And there's two parts to it. The first happens before you even open the book or before you press play or buy the book or whatever it is. But 
It dives into your intention for picking up the book, which were some of the questions that I just shared. The second part is your reflection based on this episode. So some of those questions are, you know, did the concepts in this book resonate with me? Why or why not? What does my intuition say about this book? Is there anything in this book that I want to implement and how? And of course, there's going to be plenty of note pages. (laughs) So the intention is to really slow down and ground the frantic, almost serial consumption so that you can actually apply what you're learning and integrate your intuition with what you're taking in. And so if you're into that, if that sounds like something you're into, the link is in the show notes. It is 100% free. And oh my gosh, please find me on Instagram at Imani Nicole. I'm on TikTok at Imani Nicole. And please let me know how you love it (laughs) because I'm obsessed with it and um, I just used it. So incredible. (laughs) But anyway, that is all I have for you, sweet loves. I hope this episode has served you well. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, tell me about it. Find me on Instagram at Imani Nicole and tag me and tell me what you loved about this episode. I love hanging out with you and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. See you soon.